Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Oh my goodness, it sure does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in beautiful downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yeah. Do you know what I discovered, Ed? What? Enthusiasm changes everything. Funniest thing. That's the name of today's show. Enthusiasm changes everything with Mitch Busk. We are imbued with the power of enthusiasm. No matter what we face, we have the choice to struggle through it with dread or faithfully transcend it with the supernatural power of enthusiasm. In this episode, Daryl and Ed remind listeners that where we choose to place our faith directly influences what happens next. And during the second segment, skateboard whisperer Mitch Busk enthusiastically encourages us with today's daily word, enthusiasm. Yeah. I think we should jump right into these three breaths because they're oh, man. really good. Who did you get these from? Oh, man. I got a text from Luther Ingram the other day. Luther Ingram. He said, boys, I think I got the breaths for you for this show. Okay. And you know what he said? It was, we had a, one of these inspired chats about spiritual principles. And you know what he told me at the end? Let's just go right into okay, it. Okay. What did he tell you? Let's take a breath to clear our mind. <sighs> if enthusiasm's wrong... I don't want to be right. Uh, (laughs) If enthusiasm's wrong, I don't want to be right. Uh, If enthusiasm's wrong, I don't want to be right. Keep pointing to the angels. You got to let them finish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what's funny about those breaths that if enthusiasm's wrong, I don't want to be right. I actually use that all the time. And, you know, at the school district, we go to these trainings. And, man, nothing will suck the enthusiasm out of you faster than these sort of well-meaning trainings. Like, you really (laughs) have to say, like, which one is real? Like, this 
fart basket I've just been handed that's like how I'm supposed to do things or following my inspired hunches and enthusiasm and actually reaching and inspiring children and having great relationships with our parents. Like, it's crazy, but it, it really is true. If enthusiasm is wrong, I don't want to be right. And I say at the end of the day, if they don't want me to, I mean, the good news is they do want me to do what I do. I have great relationships, but it, but it's like within, I say to myself, I have, sometimes I have to say to myself, if doing this enthusiastically is wrong, then God will lead me somewhere else to do the job. But I'm not going to I'm not going to, you know, hang my head and turn into the like you like the uh, description said. I'm not going to start looking toward this stuff with dread because of these well-intentioned sort of trainings that are just making this whole thing sound so hard and dreadful. It's funny because someone should ask them any of these meetings. What is what is the goal right. of this? I know they have this whole little intellectual list of the academic. List right. Of, the, right, the, right. The goal of today's session is going to be and it's a. Yeah, what's it called? A Microsoft slide? One yeah, is, a PowerPoint. A PowerPoint yeah, I, slide. I dropped it right into the box. You know what the, the intention is. You can see it right there. But unfortunately, the delivery system right. is so bad. That's right. That Because the intention is to actually inspire people to do what you already do. Right. But it's presented in such a way that by the end of the meeting, and if you find out most people, everybody in that meeting, <laughs> yeah. inclu including the people that are asking smart questions. <laughs> if you yanked one of those people aside and said, come on, what do you think of that meeting? Oh, those meetings are terrible. And and actually, no they, one wants to say it. You're so right. The most vocal pe people that you think are on board at the meetings, they're also the most vocal complainers about it afterwards. Yes. Like, how dare they even make me do that on my own time? You know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the, oh, it goes along. We. I, it's, this is one of my favorite things uh, that Jesus said that, that it, the letter of the law killeth, but the spirit giveth life. It, it's, it goes along with the, like, you're, you're worried about every jot and tittle. Remember that, yeah. that, uh, that whole reading? Like, you're so worried about getting every word right and saying the right thing. But if the spirit of enthusiasm, of actually inspiring children, of realizing that they are us, like, that kid is me, and I want to reach and, you know, into that person and encourage them to bring the best out of themselves. If that spirit is missing, I don't care how many slides you have that quote things and say this and that, but when the spirit's gone, because kids don't respond to just like PowerPoints, they respond to spirit. And that's why I love working with kids, because if you get along with kids, you can get along with anyone because they don't pull punches. Yeah, but you said something important there because mm -hmm. kids do not respond to PowerPoints. Well, the biggest, the one kid that really matters is actually the child within each yes, of us. Yes, And exactly. that child within each of us is mm -hmm. squirming in his seat during right. a PowerPoint meeting. Right. But the reasoning mind, the fear, when fear, like the fear of self-preservation, my self-protection. Right. I'm going to do the right thing so I don't lose my job. Like all these selfish right. fears that are in my head right. are like scolding that child within me who's going, I don't like this PowerPoint. And he's going, be quiet, sit here, right. act, act interested. But everyone's fe feeling that way. And you know what's great about what you just said? I, I came across this wonderful quote by Voltaire this morning. I'm going to read it. Oh, let's hear it. I yeah. jotted it down. You know, I, while, we're, while you're looking at that, it's enthusiasm comes naturally when we're connected to who we are, when we're coming from our own spirit. Yes. And what you were describing the other way is when you as adults, so many of us have just accepted, I have to cash in who I really am for the paycheck or for this outside approval. But it's 
it's not even true because the less I, the more I bring my true self to my job, even if I don't meet the checklist of what I like, the, that kind of worried mind might think I should be doing, I do the job more effectively than, than people who might be hitting everything on that checklist because my spirit is in it. Yeah, you're doing it more um, efficiently because yeah. love is the, uh, love is what is the active ingredient. Right. And love is missing from a PowerPoint meeting. Yeah. Um, Most of the time it is. So here's the quote. It's appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. Wow. Read it one more time. That's great. Appreciation is a wonderful thing. It makes what is excellent in others belong to us as well. Right. I got a great story for this, but should I do the reading? I can't believe yeah, that, that reading is perfect. And, and while you grab the reading, do the reading uh, first and then the story. Uh, while, you're, while you're getting the reading, I would say, too, that there's that's principle. The reason why one of the things that's going on there is we're seeing ourselves yes. in that person. So when we appreciate it, we're appreciating the same thing in ourselves. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to see it in them. And a lot of times by appreciating it, we, it helps us to own it, too. And because a lot of this whole. So many of us, like I said, uh, uh, we're raised to sort of di- kind of discard who we really are in order to like get these safety nets. And um, now it's like we're finding our way back to who we really are. And appreciation is a great way to do it. Yeah, I think it's because of that universal lie. I'm not good enough as is. Right. And that's what makes me operate on a level of self-protection rather than choosing generosity. Right. I actually used to push away those people that I saw parts of myself in it's because I was so scared and I was so uh, buying into the idea that I couldn't be myself, that if I saw myself reflected in someone else, who knows what it might, it might provoke anger in me or my, you know what I'm saying? Shame. And I might do something stupid to that person out of spite or something because I wasn't allowing myself that sincerity of appreciation that I've allowed myself to appreciate to, to, to uh, uh, express nowadays. Yeah. Cause when I appreciate, I'm telling you, that is the secret to, that's the key to getting enthusiasm. Yes, flowing. It really just, is. Just appreciate, begin with, if it's hard for you to appreciate yourself and really feel it, just to start appreciating people yeah. in your life, in your mind, even when you're sitting doing your morning routine. And I'm telling you, it really gets the love flowing. And if, and I'm going to read something here. This is from, this is a great new book. We got to add it to our reading list. It's called, mm. it's not a new book. It's a new book for us. It's actually a relatively old book. I believe it was originally published, let's see, in 1983. And yeah. it's called God Will See You Through by Mary Cupferly. And it's a Unity publication. Yeah, we talked about it on, our, on one of our recent shows, I think maybe with Lorraine uh, Toner, which is coming out tomorrow. Well, yes. for the people on podcast land, it'll already oh. be out. But this literally like jumped off the shelf for us when we were at the Unity of the West Side one day, this book. And it's, man, it's so good. And a lot of what gets in the way of our enthusiasm is fear, doubt, and worry, and concerns. And what's been helping me a lot lately is this affirmation. You ready, Ed? Yeah, let's hear it. I am safe. It's only change. Yeah. I am safe. It's only change. Yes. And I wasn't going to read this portion, but I'm going to read it because we do a morning routine every morning. I'm glad you're saying that because I was just going to say we should mention that. I don't want to give everyone that probably has the, the, I mean, it's not such a bad impression of us, but we don't actually live in the same house with our beds next to each other like Ernie and Bert. Right. Or one giant bed with our feet popping out of the bottom. Yeah. We actually have our own homes and our own wives, but we both do our own morning routines and Listen to this one, folks. This is a great uh, 
just so you know, morning routine is wake up, read a few of these inspiring books, spend some time in quiet meditation, which just means breathing, relaxing, letting go of concerns, and then uh, writing down some affirmative thoughts and affirmative to-do list for the day, affirming. Once you get in that good place, it's oh, an easier feeling oh. place. It's well, that good feeling place. It's easier to affirm your good because you're seeing. This is this whole way of being, like Eric Butterworth said, is not. It's not a religion. It's a way of seeing things. So when we shift our mind into seeing through this lens, which includes uh, appreciation, like we just mentioned, everything changes. So from that place, you could write your inspired to do list for the day, or just write an affirmative prayer. I'm rich. I am emanating divine light everywhere I go, and I'm receiving it back to me. These type of thoughts that feel so good to express them. I love circulating money because it comes back to me increased, doubled, and multiplied. Yes. Well, um, uh, we do our morning routine. Don't make and it. And that is true, by the way. And do not make it something like uh, something like uh, um, I'm gonna. I got to do my morning routine, and it's something you have to do with a sense of obligation. Yeah. Meaning you can enjoy, I enjoy my coffee with it. You know what I mean? No, I, yeah, I put on yeah. my meals. Don't, don't make this like a, uh, we don't want to make it for lack of a better word, a religious obligation. That's right. Even though the origin of the word religion simply means to be un- united in unity. Just like yoga. Yes. The same, it means the same thing as yoga. Which yeah. Is, you know, it's so funny. I was going to say too, it's like, when we force ourselves to do things, then we're more likely to brag to other people that, about it. And then we end up giving it a bad name to others as well under this guy. It's like, cause this isn't really about like overcoming through like self will. It's like using yeah. your will to just do something smart for yourself, to do something loving and kind for yourself, which will then allow you to receive more good and give more good and really just be aware of what's actually going on around you. Like Buddha said, it's like, I'm awake. That's what he like awake. I just I realize I'm wake. I've woken up from whatever BS bad science I was thinking in my head, and I actually see what's going on around me. I actually see how loved and supported I am now. I don't have to wreck it all or create this before I see how good it is. I can just see how good it is now, and and that's when wonderful things happen. Well, you ready, folks? Yes, I'm ready. Like I said, this is from God. We'll see it through. Listen to this, folks. That's this awesome. is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. Pray, pray in your own way. You will see that your life will be transformed and blessed. Stand on no formality. Do not be ashamed to pray. Do not feel guilty because you have prayed infrequently before. Begin to pray now in your own way, in your own time, in your own place of life, and see what prayer can do for you. Yes. People who pray are illumined people. People Mm. who pray are inspired people. People who pray are strong, courageous people. People who pray are happy people. People who pray are successful, confident people. That is what prayer can do for you, for me, for everyone. It will illumine you, heal you, prosper you, and bring you into such peace and joy as you have never known. Pray now and see what prayer can do for you. Yeah, we're talking about affirmative prayer. And appreciation is one of those prayers. It's Appreciation is, is a, a form prayer, of prayer. Yeah. The, I'll, I'll read this and then you yeah. can read that. It says, this is from The Prospering Power of Prayer by, oh my God, I didn't realize that's the name of the book, The Prospering Power of Prayer by Catherine Ponder. Go to DarylAndEd.com. There's a reading list if you want to order any of these books. We don't make money off it, uh, so to speak, but we just put them up there so you can order them and add them to your reading list. We say these books have the medicine. That means we can open them up to anywhere, and it helps us get back into this affirmative, enthusiastic state of mind. It says, most of us have not realized the potent power that lies in prayers of praise and thanksgiving. 
They are miracle workers. Thank God we got these pop screens. That was a lot of peas that just rolled off there. It says, the secret of harvesting our good is to begin to praise God and to give thanks before our joy and other forms of good actually appear. If we wait for things to happen before we praise and give thanks, we may wait indefinitely. As spiritual beings, we should gain control of circumstances, events, and our own reactions to personalities. As spiritual beings, we have the power to create our own circumstances, events, and environment. The secret is to sing, to rejoice, to praise, and to give thanks, even before there seems to be anything for which to give thanks. That's the set. That's in Dugan's short for, aff, affirmative form yeah. of that would be, I'm not happy because I'm rich. Yes. I'm rich because I'm happy. Right. Listen to this for encouragement to get you enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. And eliminate some concerns you might have about what we're saying. Because if I was listening to this show, depending on where my head was, I'd go, wait a minute, am I praying right? Have I been right. have I been not doing it right, right all these right, times? Right. Well, listen to this, folks. Life is always forgiving you. If you burn your finger, life heals it. Why not forgive yourself and be free? Yes. No matter how long you may have used your mind in a negative and destructive matter manner. The minute you begin to use it the right way, right results follow. Yes. So, so we don't true. have to punish ourselves for not doing it perfectly yeah. any time in the past, even all the way up to five minutes ago. The thing is to forgive yourself. Know that life forgives you. I mean, life doesn't go, yeah. oh, you cut your finger because you weren't paying attention. Well, I'm not going to heal. I mean, isn't it, yeah. isn't it silly? The amount of uh, self-imposed nonsense, which is the acronym for SIN, S-I-N, right. that, that we put ourselves through by not letting ourselves off the hook. Should we uh, jump into a fun story, or should I read the one that we were originally going to read from Kerpuppel? Yeah, let's hear that too, but uh, another one from Kerpuppel, I'm not going to read it, but she just recommends like just take an hour, uh, one minute out of every hour and just pray, just affirm your good, call upon the presence of God, set your intention to see the good. She's saying like, if you do that, it will just that one minute out of every hour. That's the thing. It's like, uh, low, like Daryl says in, uh, in one of your, I think it's in your creative recovery card, lower the bar, Yeah. lower, let yourself off the hook, lower the bar, do small things. And those small things that just remind, cause you're not trying to change yourself. You're just trying to wake up to who you really already are. You're really trying to get in, in sync with who you really are. The part of you that everyone else has been trying the, the good people in your life have been trying to love all along. You're finally just saying, okay, God, let it in. I'm letting my good in, the good that I was born to receive. I'm just going to let it in. And, uh, you know, taking a minute. I mean, doesn't have, don't, don't make that into like, oh, every hour. I forgot it in one hour. And No, that's not the point. The point is it's just simple. You could take 10 seconds. You could do it just whenever you think about it. But what it's trying to say is that it's so simple to just take these moments through the day to affirm the presence. Yeah, because she's really saying, don't make it a big deal. Just yes. a minute out of an hour is right. all you need. What's another one you could use that I've used often that's really helpful is I, I say sometimes when I'm in a moment within an hour, I'll say, now I stand on holy ground and great things happen all around. Yes. And I, I from this book, I've been saying, God is in these circumstances right now. God brings only good to me through these circumstances. And you could say that this is the thing. You got to, like Daryl said recently on a show, you got to want to be wrong about the things that are troubling you. Yes. You got to you say, I want to, God show, I want to be wrong about these limiting beliefs. I want to be wrong about the part of me that's saying, I can't do it. 
I want to be wrong about that, God. God is in these circumstances. God is going to show me how I was wrong about those beliefs and, and, and come through any situation. That's exactly what our three breaths are about. Yeah. Enthusiasm's wrong. I don't want to be right. Okay, so we're sharing a lot of uh, this episode is about enthusiasm. You probably thought we were going to be talking uh, all about enthusiasm specifically, but what we're really sharing, I'm realizing, is how to keep snipping the red wire on the bomb so we could just naturally remain enthusiastic. That's right. Isn't it like, doesn't it mean like in spirit or something? It mean, yeah, it actually means possessed by the spirit of God. Wow, that's what enthusiasm means. Yes, isn't that wonderful? Yes. So uh, listen to this one. This is an awesome way to let yourself off the hook from concerns. I've been reading these like crazy lately, and man, they've been life changers and life savers. Yeah. This is also from God will see you through. God will turn it to good. God's power is infinite and it is present in your life right now. God's love is unceasing and it is at work in your personal affairs now. God's peace and strength are where you are every moment of the night or day. Neither event nor circumstances to the contrary nor depth of your own despair can prevent God's transforming presence and power from turning disadvantage to advantage Wrong to right, confusion to order, dilemma to divine guidance. Guidance. God will turn it to good. Rely on God's presence rather than upon any individual or any particular happening you may have felt was needed for the fulfillment of your desires. Cease giving strength to opposing or conflicting elements. Trust God to do the work, to function through you, and to turn everything to good. Dude, I got to read this last paragraph, and then you can tell that story before we go to break. But it's from Alan Cohn, Deep Breath of Life. Oh, yes. April 15th, which was uh, in real time yesterday. But uh, the quote, I'll just read the, the little, a little abridged version. The quote at the top says, love is the only power. Love is the only way. Rabbi David Zeller. And the, end, the reading ends with this. Any activity in life can be elevated to the level of blessing. The situations we encounter are templates upon which we imprint our heart's intentions. Every moment we make the choice between love and fear, nothing in this world is outside the power of transformation by way of a loving heart. When we choose love, we bring the world closer to heaven. Fear makes the world hell. The choice is ours. And it says, I use all situations as opportunities to prove and celebrate the power of love. So what happened yesterday for me was I, uh, it was required that I obtain a bank statement from the bank I belong to. Right. Uh, of my a CD, of the CD Lori and I have. You know, it's one of these non-punishable nine-month CDs. You know, right. you can withdraw at any time. So you would think this would be something easy to obtain. Right. And I needed it because we're refinancing a mortgage. So uh, there's a lot of paperwork that's necessary. So I go to the bank. I mean, I had to make an appointment. You know, you got to make an appointment. Yeah. Now. So I make an appointment. I'm right. there. I'm there nice and early. I'm blessing my day. I did my morning routine. This is right. still early in the day, 11 o'clock. You know, I'm high on the, on the sunshine yeah, right. and the spirit still. Right. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. There's not a cloud on the horizon. And I go into there. Day. Yep. I go in there and the lady, you know, she's talking to someone. I don't know where I'm supposed to go, you know, but it's in the lobby and it looks nice. I go, okay, this is going to be good. So eventually I, you know, break into their little conversation. I said, do I need to check in? And good thing I asked. She goes, oh yeah, I'll check you in. So she checks me in. Right. And it's funny. Now I start. I'm enjoying it. I got my Kerr Purple book. I'm blessing the situation. Which is Mary Cup Furley, by the way. That's right. Yes. The book we're reading from. <laughs> and I'm uh, looking around. And for some reason, I start looking for things that aren't right. 
And I start noticing there's a lot of bankers at their desks and no one's even no one even has a customer. Line. Right. And right. no one's online ahead of me. And I'm thinking, why am I being made to sit here? Right. And I had to go, Daryl, just bless it. Yes. Bless it. Yes. Keep reading from your books. Right. Bless it. So eventually I get called in. Right. By the lady who actually took my name. Oh, she wow. She was the one who was actually going to treat me. It's like, oh, you know, my goodness. Oh, well, why didn't she just take me? Because she, right. it was bizarre. Right, right. But, and my mind is saying all these negative things. And I had to keep cutting the red wire to remain enthusiastic. Right. So I just keep blessing, blessing, blessing. We get to the computer. You know, she's the professional, not me. I ask for the statement. I figure they just press one button. I get a copy. Right, you're out, out of there. It's their bank. It's right. you know, my money in their bank. Right. Well, she starts looking. She goes, mm, where is this? Huh, right there. And she starts going, did you check here? And I go, yeah, but it doesn't, I can't get a, a statement from my phone or, a, you know, through right, the internet. I need right. to come in here. So I could tell she was really struggling. Yeah. And I could also tell she was doing something I've been guilty of. Right. I don't want to ask for help because then people might think I don't know right. how to do my job and right. I can feel that. Right. So that kind of made me upset, but I had it just. And you started texting us for prayer, yes, Stephen, I, Tom Thorpe, and myself. Yes, I said, yeah, I started texting Ed instead of, that's another thing, instead of opening my mouth and cursing the situation right. in the moment at that place, I text friends yeah. to bless it. Um, she goes through this whole thing, struggling, struggling, struggling. Right. And then finally she decided to ask someone for help. Right. She comes back, she starts struggling, struggling, struggling. Yeah. And a friend of mine who asked me to get the statement had worked at Bank of America right. for 10 years. Right. So I said, can I call my friend? He, he works at Bank of America. Uh -huh. So we call him. Uh -huh. And the long story of it is he reassured me yeah. to reassure her right. by saying, look, it's a very complicated process. Right. Have her just call customer service. Right. And they'll get it for you. Yeah. So I let her know. Yeah. She calls customer service. Right. She gets the document. Now, the whole time, I'm just keeping my mouth shut. Right. I'm not putting on an angry face. Yeah, That's yeah. And she calls, and she sounds positive on the phone with them. Right. And, I, and she comes up on her computer, right. and I said, can you print it? And she goes, yep. And I go, oh, my God, you did it. I was so ex sincerely excited for her. Right. And not even thinking of, like, I got right. what I wanted. Right. I, and I said, oh, my God, Elizabeth. I even remember her name. I said, Elizabeth, you worked so hard for me. Thank you so much. Right. I'm and so all the joy of not reacting and not yes. getting negative, all of that poured out onto her. Yes. Which made it th that appreciation, enthusiasm so natural. Yes, what I, a blessing. Yeah, and I walked out of there saying, Elizabeth, thanks again for you worked so hard for me and I appreciate it. And, and I call Ed and I go, Ed, I am so grateful that at least I have sense enough now to not show my aggravation, my impatience right. during yeah, you treated your own during, mind. During you treated the, your concern. Yeah, and even though I could feel those things within, I'm not letting them rise up and destroy my life and these circumstances. Yeah, you it, you walked away with a friend instead of this, yes. something to complain about. Yeah, and I would have been embarrassed. Yeah. All right. Well, listen to that. we got to get going to, to the break. Coming up next, skateboard whisperer Mitch Busk enthusiastically encourages us to, with today's Daily Word enthusiasm. Thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. 
If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Welcome back <laughs> to the second half of Enthusiasm Changes Everything on Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. That's right. I got a quick reading, another one from, what do you call her, Kerpuppel? God Will See You Through from Mary Cuffurley, which we've read from extensively today. But she says, a song of joy is your divine birthright. Like, just like you said, divine birthright means it's, your, it's who you naturally are. That's not something too highfalutin. It's who you really are. A song of joy is your divine birthright, and a life abundant is your heritage. Declare triumphantly, I will sing a new song of joy this day. I will sing to the glory of God. I will sing to the upliftment of all mankind. Sing a new song this day, a song of joy, and your thoughts will sparkle. Your presence will be radiant. Your life will be like the shining sun. And that reminds me of our guest that's coming up in a moment, Mitch Busk. His yeah. presence does is radiant. His thoughts do sparkle. And speaking of sparkling, thank you to all our listeners. Oh, boy. If you ever want to get in touch with us, you can do so by writing to Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Yes. Daryl, did you bring this? Oh, go ahead. Or, no, unfortunately, it's still in the car. Okay, go ahead. But I can tell the folks about our website, Ed. Let's hear it. DarylandEd.com. And uh, you could find everything there, including a tab to contact us. You could see all the books we read, videos, everything. It's all free, no strings attached. We can still thank Lorraine Toner, who was um, the guest on last week's show, for bringing, for sending us the gift and the card, which we left in the vehicle. But uh, thank you, Lorraine. It means a lot to us. We love receiving emails and mail through our P.O. box. So thank yes, you. thank you very much. Yes. We also like to thank someone who makes us sound great, and it's yes. uh, our chief engineer at Unity Village, Jeff Comfort, because each week he, he takes, takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. And now it's time to shout out to the prayer line. Yes. 1-800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. I use this all the time. There's also an app, and it's free, and I use that all the time. So does Ed. So do our friends. It's the You Pray app. It's the letter U, the word pray, one word. And it's another thing. No strings attached, and just so nice to regain your enthusiasm if if it's starting to sag is by having someone join you in prayer. That's right, and they're not praying upon you. They don't ask you for anything unless you want to give them your email or your mailing address so you can receive a, uh, an affirmative prayer letter, which is amazing. Yes. Yeah, so it's, many of the things that claim to be that they're going to help you or pray for you end up praying on you because they want to get something from you in return, right? But the Silent Unity and the You Pray app, they don't ask for anything in return. That's the beauty of living this way. It's not some twisted version of getting what you want by you know, manipulating someone else is actually being sincerely enthusiastic about things and others and others with no strings attached because you just know that your good is going to come through who knows what channel, but you just know it's always coming. Well, you know what? I bet people who listen to our show regularly heard about the three coins 
Yes. Which go along with why it works, which were shared on the episode that came right before this with Lorraine Toner. Yeah, it love, all begins here. Love, praise, and joy. Yes. Those, Francis Wilshire. Yes. So you're going to, you, if you haven't heard that episode, it's one prior to this. And the book is called You by Francis Wilshire. It's on our reading list at DarylNed.com. And now it's time for the Daily Word segment of the show where we have a guest join us and read the Daily Word. You could read the Daily Word every day for free at the on our homepage, and it refreshes, yeah. or go to dailyword.com, or you could subscribe to the actual magazine that comes to your house. It's not really a magazine. It's just a, it has daily inspirational words and readings that always kick you upstairs. There's no right. advertising in it. Right. It's a great way to start your day. It sure is. And, the, and uh, we had to have Mitch back because last time he came on, I think that might have been his second time on, actually. But he we were uh, we came away feeling high as a kite. Uh, he's got he really does sparkle with joy and enthusiasm. He's always learning and applying these things, just like Daryl and Ed are. And you know we met him through uh, um, education when I was you know he was working with a student in one of my lunch groups la- uh, last year, maybe the year before. But uh, anyway, now he is a I think he's a full time skateboard instructor, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway, let's bring him on. His name's Mitch Busk. How you doing, Mitch? You, I'm doing good, man. Good to see you guys. Thank you for this opportunity yet again. I'm so freaking stoked for this. Um, you want me to just hop, dive head first right into this? Uh, uh well, I, I did want to clarify. Are you a full time skateboard instructor? I'm a full time, uh, Dolly Parton lookalike, <laughs> as well as uh, no, I'm just saying, that. I, I've been doing that. Yeah, I've been doing that pretty much uh, full time. Um, and some independent lessons have arose from it, as far as like implementing the, this mindfulness these mindfulness exercises as well as skating so that's yeah. been freaking such a blessing i never would have thought my entire life that i'd do something more than washing dishes essentially to right. be real what's the name of the the organization that you're with or the so it's road to pro skate uh, road to pro skate camp is what um i've been working for it's my buddy's company since august 2020 and yeah. we have just been seeing this progression in these kids. And I, I oftentimes forget how much I can really uh, relate to both of you guys. Um, Eddie, with your um, passion for teaching kids. And then uh, Daryl, with your just extreme good looks. And then like, um, <laughs> but like, for real, like, it, it's just been a, it's just been a blessing seeing these kids progress emotionally as well as uh, with, with skateboarding. It's a blessing for real. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would imagine, um, you know, these are principles that we're talking about here, so they you can apply them in any arena and get success. Yes, totally applicable to all assets in life, or you know what I mean. Yeah, well, good thing we know that the young skateboarders are in good hands. Well, Ed, Skateboard whispers. You know what I thought you were going to ask him? That what? Ed usually asks a good question at oh, this point yeah. before you read the Daily That's Word. That's true. That's true. Which is, was there anything in the first segment that um, caught your attention that you'd like to share share or or you know yeah anything that's just bubbling up while you're sitting there listening for sure what i wrote down on my notepad is like um you said i am safe it's only change ah that's beautiful and inspirational um i was thinking i am safe it's only eddie but uh <laughs> both of the no i'm just playing um no it's super, that's super cool i it that definitely spoke to me and then for some reason i wrote this down also if i don't bring god into every part of my life as uh like as far as successes failures situations and then the, those particular things that i don't bring them into they don't fulfill me so that right. spoke to me i don't know why or how but that's what i was thinking while we were sharing about 
um, of what you guys were sharing about what we were talking about. Right. Well, I, I mean, I, that's spot on. That's the way Daryl and I have learned it. And I would say that that's that when we let God come in, when we let life come in, when we see these principles and really that really means we get to be ourselves in every situation and every experience. And and uh, that's when we get we really bring our enthusiasm. And I really feel like that's what stands out the most, like when Daryl and I are wandering around town or when I'm at work or like people really do. At, over time, especially see, wow, these guys really are enthusiastic. This isn't just like they're trying to get you know, something, get or, something, or it's just like a fleeting thing. When people see you show up enthusiastic, especially guys like us who could we could be too totally crabby, or introverted, or run for the hills type guys, but by applying these principles, by just learning to cooperate with them, by studying them all the you know time, uh, if we can be enthusiastic as much as we are, then anyone can. I can guarantee that. I love that, bro, for sure. And that just makes me think about also expectations that, and like totally abolishing expectations, like giving out of love just courageously you you feel me like yeah that just that makes me think of that also because that's been something i've been struggling with but you know i'm able and i'm blessed to be able to acknowledge these things that i that i'm struggling with yeah i can't in the sunlight of the spirit right right i can't believe you just said giving out love listen after doing our my morning routine this morning i wrote this note to myself it was inspired by um one of the readings that ed wrote read from the previous uh segment which was from alan cohen and uh, that inspired this for myself for today. I wrote, every moment today, every moment I get to choose between fear and love, between self-protection and generosity. You know, generosity, giving mm-hmm. unconditionally. Yes. Today, I choose to love boldly. Wow. This opens me. Oh, no, this opens the floodgates of good health love, happiness, success, and prosperity. I'll read it one yes. more time. Wow. Every moment, this goes for all of us. Every moment I get to choose between fear and love, between self-protection and generosity. Yes. Today I choose to love boldly. This opens the floodgates of good health, love, happiness, success, and prosperity. Wow. Gorgeous. Come on. Yeah. All right. Let's hear the daily word, buddy. Let's do it. All right. My enthusiasm colors my world. Whether I'm hard at work or relaxing and having fun, I have a spirit of enthusiasm that keeps me engaged and focused on all I choose to do. My life feels dull and gray if I do not bring my full attention, creativity, and passion to my activities. Living in a state of enthusiasm is like painting bold brushstrokes with every color of the rainbow. My enthusiasm doesn't just brighten my world. It creates a brighter, more vibrant world for everyone around me. I am committed to drawing upon the divine life deep within my soul and using it to inspire me in every moment. I share my deep joy and enthusiasm throughout every day. My gift of enthusiasm energizes me in all I do. Keep your heart with all vigilance for from for from it flow the springs of life. Proverbs 4:23. Come on. And you got to remind us what the word vigilant means. Oh, vigilant really just means be to to be awake to, to stay awake. So it just means that, and your heart really is like your subconscious mind. What's really going on in your mind? So it really just means stay awake to what you're really thinking in any moment, because out of that is what the life experiences you're going to have. It's if you're like you were just saying uh, something to the effect of um, recognize, you know, bring. 
so I I can't remember exactly what you said, but what it made me realize is like sometimes we got I got to be honest with myself that I'm not feeling enthusiastic about something because right. life is not responding to what I'm saying. It's the what I'm really feeling on the inside. So learning to address what's going on on the inside and being awake and making it into a game, it, it really changes everything because I think I used to be so identified with my personality and the things that my mind thought that I was like, secretly I was kind of scared inside. I thought I was kind of like screwed. I thought I was stuck being this certain definition of a person but when you begin to meditate like meditation is so important some this is so important because it's like me looking at what my my own mind is doing and realizing that i'm not those thoughts and that i can actually by taking some time to breathe and let those thoughts run through without identifying with them they loosen up and then i can choose what i want to think about something i can choose to appreciate, I can, and what I find, and when I when I do appreciate it, because it's principle that the law of life is the law of ever increasing good. Mm. It's the law. So if I'm not seeing that and thinking that, then it's my job really to realign my thinking with that. That's what um, Eric Butterworth and others talk about. That these this affirmative way of life. Phil Pearson on our show. It's not just. It's beyond positive thinking. It's actually just, it's really just aligning my mind with what the good that is always already happening. For real. And like the efficacy of that, man, I've been like seeing the, the fruits of it for real. Like lately, these past couple months and it, like I, like I said earlier, living in the sunlight of the spirit, bro. Like I've just been so ridiculously happy lately. Like obviously I, when I, when I am aware of that lack of enthusiasm in certain places in my life, I'm going to fully process that. I'm not going to just, I no longer stuff those things. I no longer sweep them under places that I don't want to look at anymore. Right. But, you know, I'm totally going to be, I'm going to be working through these emotions, whether they may be positive or negative because they're God given, you know, but um, what I was going to say is just, yeah, man, it's, I was at the DMV and dude, God forbid I'm ever at the DMV. I had registration that was from 2019 in my old Oregon license plates, you know, like I was, I was over it, you know, I was avoiding that place so heavily but then i go right. and i'm like i'm just so i'm dance i'm dancing i'm like talking to people I, and with me being living in that sun aligned with those with that spiritual plane of thinking i'm able to i talked to someone that freaking grew up with eminem marshall Masters. Huh? <laughs> dude i'm like i never would have said anything to this person you know i got a poster of eminem up on my bed you know like right. i freaking love eminem and then um and then the next day, like I come back because uh, unfortunately I couldn't finish all those things that day. And then uh, come back and I talk to someone who wants to skate lessons. She's like a, a an older woman. I'm like, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm just being, I'm just living on this spiritual plane. And then I'm, everything got figured out. And I've had that on my to-do list for over two years. I'm not joking. Uh-huh. Legitimately. I, I like, take care I of it. it. Who would have thought that I'd be smiling and dancing, you know, through the yeah. DMVs? Dude, I, felt, I felt compelled to share that. No, I love I'm glad it. because that is really the the thing that we get to experience now in these situations. I find out that the only thing that was making it feel bad that made it daunting was my resistance to yes. it. Mm. But once Perfect. I said, you know what, I, I, I'm willing now. This feels too bad to resist yes. it any longer. I'm just yes. going to suit up, show up, but show up. With God going before me, like, yes. don't just show up like, wow, this is going to be hell. No, show up like, okay, I've been uh, dreading this, but I'm going to throw God ahead of me 
into yes. the DMV. And I'll even say to him, I wonder what wonderful things are going to come of this. I wonder yeah. who I'm going to meet at the DMV or who I'm right. going to meet. And how is it going to turn out? I'm and trying to go back. It, it's, it, is, <laughs> it is amazing the blessings, this most seemingly negative things we dread. Yeah. Once we make that click into, right. the, into enthusiasm, which means going with God, being possessed with the Spirit of God. Right. Everything up. changes to correspond yes. to that, like Ed was describing, the law of life to the ever-increasing good, no matter what the situation was preconceived as. Yep, yep. I mean, you guys talked about the bank. You talked about the DMV. I mean, I could talk about countless ways I bring this into meetings at work and how it always... I mean, that's the real beauty of this stuff. It changes everything, like the title. It really does. I mean, you really got to make your life your laboratory for these principles. Not, again, it's not... It's not for some external validation, like from somebody else, but it's to see how powerful we are when we let the power, which is who we are, just flow through us and go before us and and make the way straight, you know, uh, track to us. Because the, the, the whole time, these things have been available to us. But, in, you know, until we until I make myself open and receptive to the good through the affirmative prayer, the meditation, the inspired reading, retraining my mind to see it, I was I'll miss it. It's just that simple. My good will be there, but will I be there to receive it? And will I be in the state of mind to receive it, even if I am there? And those are things we can do something about, like you just proved about the DMV and it, you at the bank. It really is. Joy is the strength of the yeah. Lord. It really is yep. convincing myself at any moment that we're, that it's not time to be serious. It's not time to dread in the times it seems to be serious and in the times it seems to dread. You know, it actually yes. is the time to go with joy because everything will correspond. It's not, we're not saying it's easy, right? but we're saying the good news is the solution is simple. That, yeah, and, and our victory is assured. Yeah, it's assured yeah. every time. The yeah. circumstances will correspond. And you know, one of the things that allows me to continue to be enthusiastic, I just read about this in A New Day, that book, the, like sometime in the last week, I think it was, or the last two weeks. But it was basically the idea that it's not my job to set people straight if they're living a certain right. way and they're choosing to live or they're choosing to like not ask for help at the bank right. or they're choosing whatever. If once I give that part over to God, like I take care of my own state of mind, I don't like because it's I still get tempted to like stick it to somebody to be that guy. Once I really accept that that's not my job, my job is to see it through the eyes of love. If I will be willing to do that part, God will do the rest. And, you know, the burden then gets lifted off of my shoulders and life just starts to flow. And like you then you're dancing through the DMV or the bank or the school district or wherever you are. Well, yeah. And then you, you actually remember the people's names. Like everybody, yes. everybody in this room now loves Elizabeth at the bank. No, it's so true. And people are surprised <laughs> that you remember their name, right? And yeah. they mean something to them. Well, because, the, because of this power, it's yeah. so powerful yeah. and it's such loving power. It's so true, man. And it doesn't take a lot of work, man. I no. mean, if the work to keep yourself in the flow with it is the work. And then the good starts to happen seemingly effortlessly. Yesterday I recorded a song real quick and then I put a video of some surfing to it. For It's for a group of friends that we share music and everyone's a new category every day. And the only reason I mention it is because I put this old 70s, no, 60s surfing footage with it from Malibu. Then I walked away and I'm thinking my buddy who I surf with who's 72 surfed Malibu during that time. He probably knew I, – I, 
I almost ignored it. My the hunt, right. the, the inspiration said, send it to Bob. He'll love it, and send it to Hilburn because they're they're friends. And so I almost ignored it because it was like a fleeting thought. Like, but I I've ignored a couple lately. I was like, I'm not gonna miss it. So I just passed it on to him. Later that night, I got the text back. Hilburn was crying because she said I could feel, like she said, oh that that brought you know like positive tears to my eyes because I could feel the love for Bob. And then Bob said. That brought tears to my eyes. It made me think about my days surfing there. And it made me think of my father who passed in the last couple of, like the love that flowed through this thing that I could have easily overlooked dismissed. and dismissed dismissed was amazed. Um I know he said he had the something. Oh that yeah, that's right. He wanted you to beatbox for. Oh is, great, here we go. Is it peas? What is it? Peas and carrots? It's boots and cats. I'm gonna okay. say Okay. Um I'm ready to do it when you are. Yeah, dude, just yeah, go ahead. Okay. Boots and cats and boots and cats. Boots and uh. cats. Boots, cats and boots, yeah. cats and Chilling boots. with Eddie and Daryl when I'd rather be at Portal Steady shredding his barrel. I'm trying to search. So much positivity at hurts. I remember back in the day meditating at the church. Oh, man, thank you, God. Oh, yeah, uh, thank you, God. Hey, yo, listen. I'm the greatest. Yeah, you know it's me. Hey, Daryl, when you gonna send illustrations for my poetry? I need them. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my God, that was amazing. I'm gonna have. Daryl, draw for me, okay? Eddie, you're gonna hold his wrist down, and it's gonna be on the paper, and it's gonna be, we're gonna be uh, viral. I'm gonna give you Stephen Tom Thorpe's number. Maybe he'll hold the wrist down. I'm not doing that. <laughs> now, wait, why don't you tell what you found in, in uh, okay. Skateboard Weekly? Before we say goodbye, we found this in Skateboard Weekly. Yes. When Daryl and Ed, why is Skateboard Weekly spelled W-E-A-K? That's offensive, man. I know. the story. Okay, well, when Daryl and Ed met Mitch Busk, he was sitting on his skateboard on a curb near the middle school where Ed worked. He was looking a bit overwhelmed. Ed, no, I'll do it. Okay, Ed asked Mitch. Okay, Ed asked Mitch, what's up, buddy? Why are you looking so bummed? Mitch yeah. replied, I'm attempting the hardest trick for any skateboarder, and I haven't been able to pull it off yet. Daryl asked, Daryl said, wow, what's the name of the trick? Mitch muttered, getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that um, was like three weeks ago. I remember. <laughs> All right, wow. here comes Enzo, the FedEx feline. Oh, by the way, Mitch, where can people find you like uh, for that skateboarding stuff? Is it on Instagram? Oh, for sure. Yeah. So as if you have any little Grom skater that is interested in skateboarding, learning how to skateboard, we take all sorts of skill levels. It's Road to Pro Skate, R-O-A-D-T-O-P-R-O-S-K-A-T-E. And also, what is another blessing from um, just living in the sunlight of this freaking spirit, dude, that's so yeah. infectious is me and my roommate, actually, um, I forgot when the last time we were speaking on this podcast, guys, but I think since then we've launched our, our skate brand. It's called hungry. So we've been all full, full force with that, with dropping episodes for it. And we had a, a pop-up shop in downtown Los Angeles in the fashion wow. district where this venue is accessible to us, where we built a mini ramp. We had a mini ramp contest and we're actually in the process of dropping our second line of merch. But if you guys want to check that out, that's hungry TV on Instagram, H V N G R Y TV. So the V, you know, instead of the U for hungry, it's V. So okay. if you guys want to drop a follow to that, that's freaking, that would be so immensely. Yes. Appreciated. We've been following our dreams with that. Me and my roommate have a really cool story from where we met and stuff. And uh, yeah. yeah, it's just been, this whole process has been such a blessing and uh, I really appreciate this opportunity to be able to hang out with you guys and share and share about that part of my life. Wonderful, man. Well, we appreciate you and love you and look forward to more love success. Uh oh, 
Here comes the wait. The FedEx feline has a little oh, bit of mail you, for us from Betsy Vallejo. Oh, I have in the past practiced the morning meditation ritual. Currently, and for the foreseeable future, I'm attending a 6 a.m. weight training and exercise class. I'm thinking of getting up even earlier to attend my morning meditation. I could do this as the commute to my exercise class is only 10 minutes. It takes me just a few minutes to get ready for my workout. It just doesn't feel the same to meditate and read spiritual material after my workout. I'm missing that morning ritual. Is it crazy for me to get up at 4.30 to meditate? I know it's a personal choice, but appreciate any insight. No, it's not crazy. Remember, I was introduced to this stuff while I was still in the military, and I used to have to work all sorts of crazy hours at a drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. And it really is... Give it, are you committed to waking up a little earlier? Because it's really a time where you're being kind and loving to yourself. It's the most important time you can yeah. spend. So, no, it's not crazy. And I would say, if you, you, know, you said you're retired, you can take a nap later. Or you can even just do at least do a mini, a mini morning routine and then come back to it later after yes. your workout. But do something to set your mind uh, flowing in the right direction. Oh, who is it, Ed? It is. Uh... <laughs> Come on, you said his name in the beginning. It's Luther Ingram. Luther. Oh, <laughs> hey guys, why don't you sing along with me? All right, let's bring it out of here. If love and joy, joy is wrong. I don't want to be right. If being right means being without joy, I'd rather live a wrongdoing life. Visit Darwin.com to find easy Mitch Busk, we love you. Love you, bro. Hey, Eddie. Thank you. Eddie, can I say one more thing? Road to Pro Skate, what is it? Yes. Hey, the coolest part of Road to Pro, I forgot, it's totally aligned to this show, is we meditate before our skate sessions. We wow. Yeah, wow. If love yeah. and joy is wrong, I don't want to be right. If being right means being without joy, I'd rather live a wrongdoing life. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 